Hi there, listener. You're about to experience Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games, and there will be plenty of game talk, but also copious amounts of crude, off-color, offensive, and immature speech. So if you are of a rather sensitive humor constitution, we're just letting you know what you're in for with this show. It has games. It has jokes. You know, just games and jokes. Take the games, take the jokes, and have a good time. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another Tadblog Podcast. This is a show that happens two times a week. Yes. Where two old guys talk about old games. Mm -hmm. This week, it's Original Flavor Wednesday, so we are playing down... Digital Trends, Top 25, Sega Genesis Games. And this week is the 23rd spot, Echo the Dolphin. Echo the Dolphin. Yeah. A lot of people have um, mentioned this game to us. I know Micah Micah has. He wanted Mm -hmm. us to play it Mm -hmm. um, for devious reasons. (laughs) He found it on the top five hardest video games of all time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and he wanted us to, uh, he wanted us to uh i guess have an excruciating painful experience and I, I forgot my loot crate so i'm gonna go grab that all right i'll just chill i'll have a little conversation a secret conversation with our listeners while you go guys spoilers echo the dolphin's really hard <laughs> and i do really hope that this loot crate is dolphin themed but I have a feeling that it's not. If this could be an all Lisa Frank loot crate, uh, this would be extremely, extremely fortuitous. Tyler's back. He's shutting blanket door and giggling. All right, commentary over. Because I'm very excited about this loot crate. You're Th- sad about it? Very excited. Excited about this it. This one was really hard for me not to open. Why was it hard to open? This is, is it heavy? This should be the dystopian. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, one yeah, I'm yeah. Very, very excited about. Watch me open it and it won't be, but... It's like an actual... It's like a physical representation of dystopian society. <laughs> just an empty box. <laughs> yeah, there's just like a wafer in there <laughs> with a roach crawling around. All right. Oh, it's dystopia. Yeah, it is. First, first thing out of the box that I see yeah. catches my eye. A Fallout uh, vinyl collectible bobblehead. Cool. It's like a Brotherhood of Steel. Yep. Nice. Let's see what does it say? Yeah, this is one of five different collectibles. Yeah, I like that. I'll take a picture of that. Yeah, that is cool. Uh, a Matrix puzzle. Eh. Okay. A matrix. Is it like a Rubik's cube? I don't know if it's a 3D puzzle or just it just comes in a cube. So I have no idea. So the Matrix, huh? That's something people still care about, huh? I mean, not on this side of the table, yeah, at least. Yeah, not on this side either. <laughs> Look, two movies ruined that whole yeah. thing for me. <laughs> no, I love... Oh, man. The first Matrix is just great. Like, mm-hmm. that is a great movie. Even the Animatrix, I thought, was pretty damn good. Have you seen it? No. There's some really good stuff in the Animatrix. Um, the last two Matrix movies are dog shit. <laughs> let, me, let me give you a pretty unpopular opinion. Yeah. The last two movies are bad. <laughs> Hey, I didn't say it was controversial. 
I just uh, <laughs> want to let my feelings known. I know. I like. I feel like I'm part of the hive mind when I say that. Yeah. It's like, well, some no, things are just universally it's, reviled. It's true, and there are things that we need to remind ourselves. Like some truths are self-evident, <laughs> and that like two of those are that the movies suck. Here's a shirt I'll probably wear. Oh, a RoboCop shirt? That's a, awesome. A classic 80s RoboCop shirt. Excellent. That is a... They gave you a gigantic That's a shirt. shirt. That's not a large, my friend. You're right. It's an extra large. Wow. Yeah, because like you held that up, and I was like, you got a sleep shirt. Yeah, because I've got... <laughs> a large is what I have listed, so... Uh, the, the main reason I noticed the size is because I was like trying to gauge whether or not you actually liked it or not, or if you were being sarcastic, because like, I was going to be like, I will give you uh, 10 bucks for that shirt. <laughs> and then when you held it up, I was like, that shirt... <laughs> Would swallow me whole, <laughs> just like the hoodie I got you. <laughs> yes. Have we talked about the graphic design hoodie that you uh, got me? Maybe briefly. <laughs> Which is a gigantic like XXL hoodie <laughs> with the words Which, that that part was completely unintentional. <laughs> <laughs> when I ordered it off Amazon, I did not realize the default was like extra 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 large. <laughs> With the uh, with I believe it's world's best graphic designer. Yeah, written in comic or, yeah, sense. Or com- uh, graphic designer of the year. Graphic designer yeah. of the year. That's right. <laughs> I have to wear that. Here's a to Dragon Con T two with the Terminator head on it. Just, what is it? Just made of metal. Just a metal. What is it though? Just a metal uh, a plate. I don't know. It's just a metal thing. Just a, just a piece of metal. What do you do with it? <laughs> <laughs> Hide it from Kenna. I guess that's about it. <laughs> it kind of looks like a cake tin almost, but like reversed <laughs> out. All right. Yeah, you could tie that around her face as like a mask. Poke like, a hole in there. I like the loot pin. It's a mini nuke oh, from nice. Fallout. The loot pins are always great. And then here is a uh, Bioshock Infinite. It's uh, the Songbird key. Oh, sweet. I like that. And it's blank. So you can actually like bring I can it actually in go to... and have them copy that nice. in my house key. Or your songbird. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Mm. You know what? Loot Crate should do a pin only box <laughs> yeah. where they just send you their pin in a, an envelope. Like, it doesn't have to be anything fancy. I would do that because I love their pins. Is that it? That's it. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good crate. That RoboCop shirt is pretty badass. Yeah. And that, that bobblehead is pretty great. Matrix puzzle, I'm confused about. <laughs> T2 head, also confused about. Here's a piece of metal. I guarantee you that's left over from the 90s. <laughs> like, those have been sitting in a warehouse. They, they were like, yeah, they used them to decorate movie theaters when uh, T2 came out. Now they just took them well, off. Now we got a whole bunch of these extra things. What should we do with this in this Matrix Luke, puzzle? Luke Crate said they'd buy them for <laughs> a penny a piece. Yeah. Well, they're not doing anything here but taking up space. <laughs> I guess that's my intro. Who are you? <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm your bearded host, Tyler. That was my loot crate. I, you know what? I liked it. I'm glad yeah, that loot I'm crate was that here. One. I was. That's the last one I've unsubscribed. Oh, you have? Yeah. Um, I have. I may have mentioned this on the show before. I know. It would, I realize it would be a lot of work, but I have thought about subscribing mm-hmm. just to like get the things out of it that I want, and then selling the things that I don't Rest want on, on eBay. eBay. Yeah, you totally could do that. Because I don't know if you. I don't know if I'd be able to make up the difference. Um. Or not. Because like, I don't know if that T2 metal plate head thing is going to sell on eBay or not. Yeah. That shirt would, though, I guarantee you. Yeah. Maybe it's an ashtray. But it would be the That's other it. way. I feel like, yeah, yeah, the face, the painted part would be face down. 
And I guess if it were an ashtray, that would like prove my point that it's left over from the nineties. <laughs> Cause like, I feel like no one smokes anymore except for a handful of people in Kentucky. Cause I, I picked up my cigarette lighter out of my car and put it back in there. And I just realized how antiquated that is to have a cigarette lighter in your car. Who I used the to use the sole it. purpose of lighting cigarettes. Yeah. This, this option. I used to use mine and enough, um, Enough wacky comedy movies that I'd seen made me very aware to not drop it in my crotch while I'm <laughs> yeah. driving. So, what's up, internet? I am Dave. I am your bespectacled host, and I have a very important fact that I want to share. I'm switching platforms. Uh, I'm flip flopping. Uh, after hearing Wizen Sage Ian's phone call, mm-hmm. his voicemail last episode, he took me to task on. A pulled pork burrito from Burrito Shack. Mm -hmm. And I said that I would try it. The first opportunity I got, which was Monday, yesterday, Mm -hmm. um, I tried it. And pretty good. It's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Not as good, but it is an acceptable substitution. You know what? Honestly, I would say it's, well, here's, okay, here's the tough part. I think it is as good as the pork burrito that they used to have Mm -hmm. that was chopped up in cubes, which I think Ian referred to as dog food. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, But here's the problem. Since having the pork burrito, which was my regular, since they discontinued that, I started eating the chicken burritos. Mm -hmm. And now, like, that's my jam. So when I got this pork burrito... The other day, the shredded pork burrito, which did not taste like barbecue. That was my biggest fear. Yeah. My biggest fear was this was going to be like a barbecue burrito. Yeah. Which that could work. Like, if, if that's your intention from the right. Get-go yeah, exactly. But that's not something I'm going to go in yeah. and be like, I'm in the really, I'm in the mood for some Mexican food. I know. Let's cram some barbecue in there. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was pretty good. So, Ian, I want to, I want to take a moment. I want to apologize to you for, um, <laughs> For saying the things that I did about a pulled pork burrito, mm. I was wrong. You were right, um, and I just I hope that I hope that makes you feel better. <laughs> um, also, um, <laughs> I had a conversation with somebody. I had a conversation with Lee, um, who is in the Adam Levine fan club. Mm-hmm. He asked me a question that I thought well, I wanted to I wanted to bring up to you uh, on the show. Okay, because that was a really good question. It's very simple. He asked if if you and I were Smash Brothers characters, would we be individual characters, or or would we essentially be the Ice Climbers? I think we'd be individual characters. Do you? Why is that? Uh, I think our differences are stark enough that we're not we're not we're not we're not palette swaps of each other. Right. We're not physically tethered together. (laughs) Right. Yet. And we're, we're not married yet. No, not yet. We're we're, we're emotionally tethered, <laughs> but we're not physically or sexually tethered yet. Once once gay marriage is allowed in this country, shit. Oh no, we have no no excuse. How cool would it be if I pulled a ring out of my pocket right now? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so cool. <laughs> The, the people would probably talk if I about could have me. turned on anime eyes, yeah. if, if I could no, have one did. time in my life no. to make sparkly large anime no, eyes, no, no. if God was like, "You get this gift once, <laughs> you can only use it once, time it properly," that would have been it. You did a good job. It came through to me. Aww. Yeah, it came through. 
I like the idea of us being the uh, ice climbers. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. You've got a good point. We're not. We're definitely not a palette swap. And um, also, I feel like the ice climbers have zero personality. <laughs> and plus, I feel like you'd be a light and I'd be a heavy. Okay. Yeah, I think that's fair. So. Um. You'd be you'd be someone like Fox, and I'd be someone like Bowser. Hmm. Okay. You think so? Now that you're all running all fast and shit, yeah. Yeah. But I don't like Fox. That's the problem. Falco? That's better. Kirby? Well, Kirby, yeah, <laughs> but I am I am short and pink. <laughs> <laughs> and I also eat people. <laughs> I do believe if I eat people, I gain their essence and some of their skills. It's true. <laughs> I didn't think I learned to design. <laughs> I ate a shitty designer. <laughs> That's You're not it. a shitty designer. You won that sweatshirt. I did. You won that I did. Hoodie, so I did clearly that not. Sweatshirt. No, what sucks about it is it's like I, I'm joking about being a shitty designer. I'm like, I feel like I'm squarely mediocre. Like I'm definitely just like, blop, here's the middle. It's like you've got rock stars, rock star designers on one end who are like, yeah, I earn, like I get enough money off of each logo to buy a Lexus. Those guys do exist. Damn. Um, and then on the other end, you've got, I guess, the guys who do like, I don't know. You got like a high schooler doing like yearbook layout. <laughs> so like somewhere between those two extremes, I'm like right, right in the middle. I think you're better than that. Well, you just no, you. just you haven't been discovered by any moment tons of money yet. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. That's very nice. Nor you know what? But if if I had my way, um, man, I am. I used if I to... had my way, I'd be rich. <laughs> yeah, let me just... I'd get paid a lot for a logo. Let me just throw that out there right my way. <laughs> if I had my druthers. <laughs> if I had to choose between being extremely poor, extremely wealthy, I'd probably go with extremely wealthy. <laughs> if I could choose between depositing change in my bank account to buy Steam games <laughs> or having a ton of money. <laughs> I hell, I'd even watch The Matrix 2 and 3 one more time <laughs> if I could make a lot of money. <laughs> All right. So, Echo the Dolphin? Yeah. Let's talk about Echo the Dolphin. Do you hear that? I do. <clears throat> what is it? I do hear that deep throat train. I've watched a lot of Flipper. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I do hear that, uh, deep throat dolphin trade, which of course <laughs> ushers in a segment. It is hard to choke a dolphin. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you saw <laughs> what Phil shared today. Sandwich Pope Phil shared a few dolphin goofs today. No. Um, one is a very, I don't know what comic it's from, but it is a man, quote unquote, lung fucking a dolphin. Ooh. <laughs> The blowhole. The blowhole. <laughs> Not only that, but he's like got it in like a reverse sixty nine position with like stakes in its gut. <laughs> Link in the show notes. Everybody at work was like, "I want to see that." That sounds downright interesting. I don't know if it's in SFW or not. I guess I should probably tag it that anyway. You'll know which link it is because it'll just it'll just be lung fuck. I hope Bailey is playing this over her speakers at work. I hope that's what comes through. Well, you know what? We have a disclaimer, Bailey. 
<laughs> I don't know if you just skip ahead or not, but we do have a disclaimer that mentions crude and immature speech. So there you go, living up to living up to our true potential. This is what a frustrated designer does. <laughs> just ruins people's work days. <laughs> I do hear that lungfuck train, which, of course, ushers in the segment that we like to call Dave Reads from Wikipedia. Okay, guys. Echo the Dolphin. Title screen, Echo. Is an action-adventure game originally developed by Ed Annunziata? Doing my best here. Sure. I don't know. I'm sure someone knows and will correct me. And that's great, because I'll have a we done goof for next time. But I think it is Ed Annunziata. Uh, and Novo Trade International for the Mega Drive, and published by Sega in 1992. Uh, Echo the Dolphin was republished digitally via Nintendo's Virtual Console in 2006, Microsoft's Xbox Live Arcade, Steam, iOS, and Nintendo 3DS. Came out on a lot of stuff. Uh, it is the first installment in the Echo the Dolphin video game franchise. Uh, the player, the player character Echo. Tyler is a bottlenose dolphin who travels through time. Oh, I his, played the wrong game. In his TARDIS. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's Dr. Dolphin. There, God, there has to be fan art of like Matt Smith as a dolphin in the TARDIS traveling through time. So he's got a fez and a tweed jacket. I'm going to look for this. I'm going to look for this in a Tyler heavy part of this episode. <laughs> when you see me searching on my iPad, that's what I'm looking for. Um, so uh, he travels through time, which is a surprise to me because I did not get to any time traveling segment. Oh, there's a lot of really weird twists and turns in this game. I'm glad that you're familiar with them. Um, he travels through time to combat hostile extraterrestrials in Earth's oceans. Uh-huh. He and, fights aliens. <laughs> and on alien <laughs> spacecraft. <laughs> So that's it. That's kind of the. Uh, I thought this was a game about a dolphin trying to save his pod. Yeah, it just involves time travel and slaughtering extraterrestrials in an entirely different galaxy on an entirely different planet, fifty-five million years ago. Do you know? Okay, I re- I did a little bit of research on this game, and I think I know why mm-hmm. all this stuff happens. Um, so a lot of like the the influence of the game is um. Has some roots in LSD. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you know this? Oh no, that's no, I'm serious. Thing? I'm 100 okay. percent serious. Um, so check this out. Uh, the name Echo. The reason that the dolphin is named Echo is the name comes from um, John C. Lilly. This is straight from Wikipedia. I'm not smart. I'm just reading this <laughs> off the screen. Um, where during his experiments experiments with psychoactive drugs, he claims to have met a series of cosmic entities dubbed Earth Coincidence Control Office. The acronym for that is ECCO, uh, which is ECHO. So uh, not only that, but Lily, the guy who uh, did these experiments, he uh, compiled all of his findings in a book called The Mind of the Dolphin. This game, <laughs> this game has more to do with LSD than LSD Dream Emulator did. Ooh. Okay, that's good. The soundtrack for this game was inspired by Pink Floyd. That is what <laughs> that is what the game designer gave the composer, where he's like, I want the game music to sound like this. I want it to sound like Pink Floyd. 
<laughs> which I will say, one of my favorite it things. It makes me like the game more than I actually do, hearing that information. I know. It's weird, right? It gives it a plus one. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it definitely gives it, the, it gives the game advantage on all its roles. <laughs> but this game is, it's real fucking hard. It's so hard. It's. It is very hard. It's it's difficult. I, I because I didn't have Genesis. I was not a Genesis kid. Nor did I. But I had a Game Gear. As did I. I played a lot of this on the Game Gear. I played some. I rented it on the mm. Game Gear. How? What? Like? What was your experience with it? I think I, I didn't beat it, but I got very far. I almost beat it on the on the Game wow. Gear. Wow, that's really good. Uh, back then, I I did have my frustrations with it, but I enjoyed it. As a kid, this kind of game is hard to go back to and enjoy. I can see where it was it was a risk, and it's very, there's nothing else like it in the Genesis. It's completely unique in its story, how it integrates the controls, and it's it's not something that any developer, any AAA developer, would never do anything like this now. You don't think so? No, like at best, a weird indie developer would do something like this. It does kind of feel like a like an indie Metroidvania style game, yeah. Because there is a lot of there is a lot of exploration. I feel like like I <laughs> did not get very far in this game because it's you it's like difficult. terrain that looks all the same and just wandering around in it <laughs> until you drown as a dolphin. This game's for you. There is a lot of wandering around. <laughs> There's a lot of wandering around and trying to figure out where you're going or just what to do. Like, yeah. the objectives in every level are super obtuse. And you can talk to the crystals. There are giant Final Fantasy-style crystals glyphs. in the ocean. Are they called glyphs? Glyphs and glyph. I don't know why, because I, I played a ton of it on the game. Yeah. Board, so that word always stuck in my mind. And the last time I remember using it, uh, I think I've told this story before, whenever, the, during the shot contest, Josh Nance got incredibly drunk and belligerent you- and would not go to bed. Uh-huh. Okay. And... Because he and he was just like, I'll remember everything. I'll remember everything. I was like, okay, Josh, here's your test. Tomorrow morning, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you a word, and you tell me this word tomorrow. Okay, I'll do it. Yeah, okay. That pacified him. Your word is glyph. Glyph, like Echo the Dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'll remember it. He did the next morning. <laughs> really? I, I, he woke up the next morning. I was like, what's your word? What are you talking? Oh. And I could just see the magnifying glass, the, the pinwheel the spinning. Glyph, 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 it's glyph. <laughs> like, all right, good job, you got it. Where is Josh? I thought I thought he was going to be on this episode. I had I'm starting a new job, and I had two days of training, and forgot to call <laughs> and invite Josh onto this episode. Sorry, I, I wanted him on, and I forgot to extend the invitation. I remembered today. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's not going to do no, it. two hours late. notice. No, it's that's too late. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sorry I asked. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. No, it's okay. I, just, I think the audience would appreciate yeah. knowing that I just completely forgot. I thought we were just going to get the rib Josh. Like, I was hoping he told you he's at a bonfire <laughs> two counties away. Uh, the glyphs, man, they're um, very cryptic. They're extremely <laughs> yeah. cryptic. Uh, where they'll give you, like, essentially... "Quote unquote" directions, which are really like elementary riddles that you have to solve. Um, and some glyphs give some glyphs talk to you, and other glyphs um, serve as barriers. Yeah, they just move. Yeah, and you can't you can't get past them until you like you have to strike one glyph and like resonate with it, 
and then find the gate glyph and fire your sonar at it. And then, oh, yeah, I forget that's because you have sonar. That's yeah. how you communicate with other dolphins and other sea creatures that have sonar because you can talk to whales and right. things like that. And stone double helixes. You can talk to them. Stone double helixes? Yeah. I miss that. <laughs> what yeah. is that? That is because you're trying to save your pod, so a killer whale tells you to go talk to Big Blue. Right. I, I got to that part. Yeah. Then Big Blue tells you there's a creature older than I am, the asteroid. Okay. It's just like a double helix made of rocks. Is that a space monster? It is. It's a creature. It's time, isn't it? Atlantis made it 55 million years ago. This game is dumb. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Now the LSD is kicking in. Yeah, once you get to that part, everything really starts to quickly fall apart. Because the the asteroid is just like, I think I can help you, but first you have to help me. I need you to go back 55 million years ago before your kind to Atlantis and bring me back my power globe. And then he just like, you can go and you, it's without game facts, you, you're not going to do this in a timely manner. It's no. It's not. The game facts is necessary to know. No. There's so many twists and turns and weird goals and you don't know if you're supposed to beat an enemy. Saves, like you at one point save like five other dolphins to progress and then otherwise you're looking for doors which are obvious or hidden it's just uh, but you have to go like locate a stash statue that gives you access to the time traveling machine best i could do um That's the pretty, doctor a who do- dolphin a, is a dolphin a dolphleck Dolph- yeah <laughs> link in the show notes sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you but i had to show you the dolphleck dolphin you fire your sonar into um, these two large cups and it bounces your sonar back and forth until you go back in time to atlantis and you meet like the active glyphs, which are this is where I, okay, I kind of got lost trying to figure out the story. So I think it glyphs are Atlanteans oh. who went back in time to save themselves from the the vortex, that that race of aliens that are just destroying Earth, and then they tell you how to how to fix it. Like, you have to go, I guess, further back in time uh, to before all of this started. So you go back and then you have prehistoric, like, sharks and eels, and you can summon a pterodactyl that carries you around. Yeah. Um, this game kind of goes <laughs> off the rails, weird. huh? Yeah. Because you get that globe piece, go back to the asteroid, and the asteroid's like, okay, here's your, here's your power, and I'm going to send you back in time to the beginning of the game when your pod disappears, and instead of escaping, you go in with them. Only now you have this new superpower that can help you stop the aliens, which is basically you have fast healing for one part. Okay. So. that That's helpful. You know yeah. more helpful? Um, infinite breath. <laughs> yeah. That's a layer of the game I do not think it needed to be any more difficult. Well, it's like when I was playing this game earlier, I was thinking about you... Because I know, like, can't hold your breath. You very cannot. Long. You you cannot hold your breath. <laughs> There's one thing I tell people about you. <laughs> it's like whenever we meet a new person, and like you kind of like divert your attention for a moment. I like whisper under my breath to the new person, like, <laughs> he can't hold his breath very long. It's just something you need to know. Pinch his nose when you're mouth fucking him. He can't. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he taps out real quick. You don't even have to marry him first. <laughs> 
But I was thinking about you because I know that you you hate water levels. Uh, yeah. So I was like curious how you felt about Echo the Dolphin because it is essentially one gigantic water level. I guess it's a little different because that's the intention from the start. Like it's designed to do that. It's not a break in gameplay. Yeah. Like most water levels are, like a drastic departure. Like, and it does things. It does well for what it for what it is. The controls. You control like you would imagine controlling a dolphin. Man, the controls are like here's here's exactly how it controls. Um, take take a underwater Mario level. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say from Mario three um, uh, with frog suit. Let's get frog suit. Yeah. So frog suit Mario, and then combine it with the ice levels from Super Mario Brothers two. Slap them together, mm-hmm. and here that's how you control Echo. What, water slippery, man. <laughs> it is. Like, the controls are so slippery, dude. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, and I guess it's because they want you to have the sense of momentum when you swim. Because you go way too fast when you get Super going. Super fast. You're just going to ram into stuff and kill yourself. And there's a button to make you go faster. Yeah. <laughs> which, of course, I'm using all <laughs> the time because I'm an idiot. <laughs> but what I like about this. How many this, times that octopus kill you? Um, a couple. I mean, like, yeah. for sure, a couple times. I better hurry up and get past this. Plonk. Well, I, I, t- I spoke to the glyph uh, who told oh, me okay. to swim slowly past it. So okay. I, he still got me because I wasn't swimming slow yeah, enough. Like, like, you have to, like, nudge, nudge, soon, nudge, like, nudge. Yeah. Let's take, like, a minute to get past this part. This yeah, is yeah. how slow you have to go. Meanwhile, your breath meter is just tick, tick, yeah. tick. <laughs> yeah. Now, how many times did I drown around the octopus? Like a hundred, <laughs> like a hundred fucking times. Because oh. that's the game is hard enough trying to figure. So, so many mazes of terrain that all matches, frustrating enough. And then like, you don't need the nece- the necessity of diving around exploring until you think you have to find found where you need to go. Go back and get breath, and then do it again. Try to progress a little bit further, and hope you find more air, or go back again. Mm, the whole the whole breath mechanic is awful, Tyler. Yes, Dave. Is Atlantis real? I don't think so. I, I am not a believer in Atlantis. Where's your Where's your proof? I don't have any. <laughs> Cause, cause, so you're saying there's a chance. Because Namor hasn't like come up here and <laughs> hung out with us yet. Well, one day. <laughs> He's got a spot in the MCU, right? Does, well, does he? One day he will, and then we'll know the truth. Yeah. I guess if Aquaman goes over really, really well, they'll bring in Namor. Did you ever, like... Were you into paranormal stuff when you were a kid? No. So, like, never, like, really interested in, like, paranormal or occult or anything like that? Occult stuff, yeah, but yeah. not, like, ghosts, not really. Yeah. How about goblins? Goblin, yeah. Goblins, ghouls. Yeah. yeah. How about Atlanteans? Mer- merfolk. Merfolk. My only exposure to merfolk has been in Castlevania and Cabin, uh, Cabin in the Woods. That's a really good, that's a really good exposure to merfolk, <laughs> I think, is Cabin in the Woods. Um, even as a kid, I thought they were lame as hell. Yeah. And it's like, even as a kid who like believed hardcore in UFOs and <laughs> believed hardcore, like Bigfoot, I figured wasn't real, but I was like, I'm going to hold on to this. This has got to be real. We got to have monsters. Nessie. Yes. I have to believe in this. Mm-hmm. E- even though there's a, like, there's a part in the back of my mind that's like, come on, this is not real. But so, and I guess in order to make up for that, I was like, Atlantis, no, not real, not real. See, that's how <laughs> I can prove that these other things are real because this thing isn't real. Isn't. I think my parents are more like, 
Mom, are aliens real? No, but angels are. Exactly. <laughs> heaven, heaven, aliens that's are real. That's it. Just angels. Just angels and Jesus, Tyler. Have you ever have they about Santa Claus? Yeah. <laughs> the Tooth Fairy. Mm, yeah. Well, the Tooth Fairy's a special angel. <laughs> He's the weird angel they don't talk about in the Bible, who's obsessed with children's teeth. The cherubim, the seraphim, and the tooth variety of angels. <laughs> the molar <from. laughs> The molar <from>. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, man. What are my other notes about this game? The only level I did really like, I like the concept. I also remember, like, I got pumped at this level with... Ashley Shake, because we both played this obsessively on the Game Gear. Cockmaster Ashley Cockmaster Shake? Cockmaster Ashley Shake. Uh, it was the level Open Ocean. What is what is that? Do you just get to swim fast? Yeah, it's just a yes. completely wide open ocean that's infested with sharks. Mm. So you have to just get through it as fast as possible trying to avoid the sharks. Cool. And that that part is fun to me. Any part of the game where there was like room... To swim mm-hmm. around, I thought it was fun. Yeah. Because, like, the very first stage, like, when um, your pod gets sucked up in the space by aliens because video games, mm-hmm. because LSD, <laughs> <laughs> um, that part's really fun to, like, just swim around. Because what I love about it is, like, this, when Echo's, like, really going, it feels to me like what Sonic the Hedgehog should feel like. You're right. Because it's, like, uninhibited just speed, where it's just, like... It's just fun to go yeah. fast. Jumping over and sliding through like terrain when you're jumping over things and sliding on rocks oh, to the I, next side and run and jump. I, I done scratch my belly up. <laughs> yeah, my Echo's belly is all scratched up. I think it would be fun to like um, like a Tony Hawk style Echo the Dolphin game, <laughs> which I think there was like a Flash... Am I crazy? Do you remember like there was a flash-based game where you played a dolphin and like the whole object is to do tricks? And then like I feel like the more tricks you did, like the higher up you went to like you wound up in outer space. Does, is this sounding familiar at all? It sounds like knights to me. Knights. I never played knights. There, uh, I was thinking, but what would a 3D echo be like? Knights. It's just knights for the sake of Saturn. I'm going to look up this Dolphin Flip game, and if I find it... I mean, I want to say it sounds familiar, but I can't say that was I'm going to play it for like two hours, and then I'll (laughs) post it in the show notes. Because this game, like, this game is addictive. Um, They had, like, competitive leaderboards That game, not Echo, that that game. You know what? Echo is kind of a weird... It fits a weird slot for me, because it is very difficult, and I did get frustrated playing it. Mm But um, I could see myself, like, I wanted to keep playing it. It felt so good to finish a stage. Like, it Mm -hmm. felt really good to finish a stage. Like, it felt like finishing a novel. You know what I mean? Not writing one, reading one. Because who knows what writing a novel feels like. No one's done it. No one's ever done it. Um, But reading a novel, like, when I get to the end, where it's like, I read, like, a big, thick novel, it's like, did it. Done. Accomplished. Yeah. So Echo the Dolphin, like finishing a stage in Echo the Dolphins, like reading an excruciating novel, <laughs> where when I get to the end, I was like, well, that was okay, but I finished it. Yeah. I mean, I could see, like, as a kid, I enjoyed it, you know, but just as an adult, I don't. As a kid, my my bar for frustration was just a lot higher. Like, Dude. I could I could take a lot of bullshit. Dude, I loved Dolphins as a kid. Mm-hmm. I was a dolphin kid, and it got um, it 
that like really got me labeled. <laughs> that got me labeled in fifth grade pretty hardcore. <laughs> There's the Lisa Frank kid. Exactly. I it. did. I had a Lisa Frank Trapper Keeper <laughs> because I couldn't find any other, like, That's I couldn't true. find a masculine Trapper <laughs> Keeper with a dolphin on it. I was like, I was the target of so many, like, <laughs> just homophobic fifth graders. <laughs> where it's like, no, I really, I like girls. I realize that I've got this very feminine trapper keeper. <laughs> Look, what, well, you can show them now. Yeah. Do you do a podcast with I strong know. homoerotic overtones? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in this very episode, uh, there is a joke about us getting married. <laughs> There are several. There's a joke. There's a joke <laughs> where I pretend I'm excited by the prospect. <laughs> so you know what I did the following year? Or actually, it wasn't even the following year. It was the same year. I got tired of it. How I can't, I don't, I'm not sure if I told this story in the show before <laughs> or not. Oh, my God. That year, what I did was I got so tired of it that I cast aside the things that I loved. I cast aside the dolphins and what did i do i just tried to get like the most like the most like outlandish boy thing that i possibly could get so like i remember going to the store and i remember like just scouring the aisles like in the back to school section Uh scouring it for like what is the most boy thing that i could buy here so i can get these fuckers off my back and what I landed on, please tell me you remember these folders where it's like these realistic interpretations of wild animals playing sports. So yeah. it's like there's like a bald eagle with its talons out that's like, quote unquote, catching a football, which is like shredding around its talons. I bought a Trapper Keeper that had that, and then every like folder in that series that I could find, there's like a bear playing, I don't know, he's like eating a soccer ball or something. It's just you're right, man. That is that is the most masculine thing you could have found. So I got them all, and like I remember, like going to school and just like showing it to people, just like showing it off. Like, yeah, let me see if I got my math homework. Flip. <laughs> oh, look at all these animals playing a sport. <laughs> awesome, <laughs> man. So yeah, there's my, there's my, that's how I cast dolphins aside. Dude, I had a dolphin. It's time for me to become a man. <laughs> Mother. Give, give, give me animals playing sports. Mother, I need to get rid of this dolphin bedspread, which I had. <laughs> <laughs> One circumcision and five animal folders, Mother. It's time I grew up. I had a dolphin bedspread. I had dolphin posters <laughs> in my room. Dude, I was dolphin out. Like if I if my if my parents would have allowed me to get a tattoo in the fifth grade, I'd have like a gigantic dolphin on my chest. How did your dad feel about this? Uh, my dad <laughs> that's an interesting question. He has never voiced a concern, but I know that he had them. <laughs> So there we go. There's my. That's how much I love dolphins. I wanted to be a marine biologist, really bad okay. as a kid, and then I realized that like I saw some kind of like documentary or something, and I was like, oh, that's what they do. No, <laughs> no. I just want to like. I just want. I really just want to play with dolphins. Um, but I don't want to like have to deal with like 
dead animals and like <laughs> taking samples from dead yeah. animals and stuff like that. I think like my mom showed that to me like as a kid to be like, I don't think you're cut out to be a marine <laughs> biologist. I don't think you got the stomach for it, kid. <laughs> yeah. Could have been at SeaWorld, uh, a dolphin trainer at SeaWorld. You know, I didn't think of that. And um, I should have because I had that that SeaWorld Celebrate VHS tape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, something else about dolphins for me. I've been holding all of this in <laughs> for the Echo the Dolphin Have episode. you ever actually, like, touched a dolphin? Um, yes. And here, but not like, not, <laughs> not how I wanted to. <laughs> so when I was in my giant dolphin phase, this is, I'll bring it back a segment we haven't touched on in a long time called a regretful recall. Oh, okay. When I was a kid, <laughs> I wanted to swim with the dolphins. Like that's all I wanted mm-hmm. to do for like a solid Maybe two years ago. Plenty of adults still want to do that. And I still kind of do want to do that. But (laughs) this was like, but I'm a man now, Tyler. (laughs) I have these folders to prove it. It's what I keep our show notes in. That's going to be my new (laughs) Steam profile pick. It's just the eagle just shredding the football. (laughs) So, um, so I really. I really wanted to yeah, American football. I really wanted to um, swim with the dolphins, and um, my my mom was really cool, and she was like, "All right, let's look into this. Let's see if we can make this happen for you. Mm-hmm. Let's see how much it is." And she found a place, and she told me about it, and I was like, "This is I was like, this is amazing. I'm gonna get to I'm gonna get to swim with the dolphins." And then she found out more information about it, and it it was like a camp for kids with cerebral palsy. So here's my regretful recall. I remember asking my mother if I could pretend (laughs) (laughs) that I had cerebral palsy. I can't even say the word. Um, So that I could swim with the dolphins. And she gave me a curt and firm no. (laughs) Thank God. Uh, Those kids have all the luck. (laughs) I bet they don't even love dolphins. No, I wish you'd ask your dad and be, and be like, yeah, yeah, you can. Here are some David Ring videos. Watch and take notes. I think my thing that my dad would have been like, thank God there's an excuse that he does not swim with the dolphins. Because this whole dolphin thing's really kind of freaking me out a little bit. So that's it. There's my regretful recall. That's good. That's a good one. You're welcome, Internet. I do it all for you. <laughs> oh, what else do I even have to talk about after that? <laughs> you're, Nothing. You're welcome, Bailey's Coffee Shop. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a weird guy that she hangs out with on the Internet. <laughs> While we pretend to be babies that we- guess spells. <laughs> <laughs> and really enjoy Adam Levine. <laughs> Wow, when you put it, when we like, I look at it in that perspective, I'm a really weird dude. When you put our friendship in accurate terms. <laughs> like, I could just, like, I have a mental image in my mind of 16 year old Henry, like, I'm dead for some reason. And he's going through, like, all these podcasts and be like, I wonder what dad was like. And then, like, he gets, <laughs> somehow gets to this point and is just like, Shaking his head, just like shame and disgust. I have no father. Yeah. You know what, Mom? I'm glad that dude died. He sounded like a really weird motherfucker. <laughs> Mother, I will accept Josh Nance as my father yeah. figure now. 
So what were we talking about? Were we talking about a video game? Dolphins. <laughs> Question Before mark. and after. All things dolphin. How do you feel about dolphins? So long and thanks for all the fish. Had to be made. There you go. <laughs> That's not an achievement? <laughs> shit. <laughs> it is now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just had how just what a bullshit weird slope the story takes where, you know, going to the past, going to a different planet, a different galaxy, because it turns out there's this other planet that can't produce food anymore, full of aliens that look like xenomorphs. Okay. Uh, so once every 500 years, they open a small portal to Earth and suck up a bunch of food. They like seafood, I guess? Yeah, they just love seafood. So that's where <laughs> that's where all your pod went. So now you get sucked up and go and defeat the aliens so they you get your pod back and they don't take all of Earth's food. That seems like a lot of effort just to get a little bit of food. Mm. Every 500 years. Well, supposedly the... the um, Asterix tells you that every time they do it, they get bigger and then require more food next time. Until eventually they'll just they'll consume the entire yeah. Earth. Space locusts. But once every 500 million years, get some good. The sun's going to burn out first. Yeah. Um, <laughs> especially for as much as like one dolphin pod every 500 million years. <laughs> we'll be okay. Man, Echo's really determined. I feel like a lot of dolphins would just be like, eh. <laughs> you know? Like, even like not even dolphins, but like. I bet I could find another pod. Yeah, exactly. Because you do. You could just one with them. <laughs> hey, guys, um, my friends were all eaten by aliens. Can I hang out with you? <laughs> uh, let's see. I rage quit in Atlantis because Good there's this one point God. you have to move a block. You got far, man. Oh, it was... I didn't enjoy it, but... <laughs> I'm I sorry. Mean, you I, were... When I got frustrated, I level skipped. So Yeah. But when I get super frustrated in Atlantis having to move this block... Back and forth, like you'd move it, it sink to the bottom. So then Echo has to go down to this weird maneuver to push it back up, and then move it slightly over. And it's yeah. just, I got so so for it. And you're getting hit by crabs and jellyfish oh, and yeah. shit the whole time, and your air's running out. Like it was not. Nah, I, I was done. Well, I was done I, at that point. I had a similar issue in the second level, which, by the way, Micah timed me. I streamed. I streamed Echo the Dolphin. So if for some reason you have never played Echo the Dolphin, you don't know what we're talking about. Um, or you just want to check it, check me out playing the game, and surprisingly, I don't gush about dolphins because I'm over it, man. Yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> um, uh, you can find it on Twitch. Uh, just search for Tadpog, and you'll find it. Micah timed me on the second level, and he said it took me, I think, 58 minutes to get through it. Oh. And I, I almost guarantee you. 30 minutes of that is probably me just trying to push a shell into a, a wall of stones. Because yeah. it's like so hard to do. The controls are so slippery. Yeah. Moving stuff with your nose and with sonar is oh so frustrating. Gosh. And then like if if you don't push the shell against the wall as it's dropping, you're done. Like you have to like swim around until it respawns. Meanwhile, trying to make sure you don't drown. Yeah. So um, you're, I found myself doing this big circuit where it's like push the shell off the ledge, then try to push it into the stone wall. I failed. It lands to where I can't push it anymore. So I have to loop all the way back around, hit up the air pocket, go back to the shell, and try it again. And like I would get it like probably on every fourth try. But then what would happen is I would die later in the level, and I'd have to start all the way back oh. from the beginning, and I'd have to do that shell yeah. part again, and it would take me like four tries to get it again. It's almost as if a dolphin was not supposed yeah. to <laughs> travel 55 million years into the past and 
yeah. navigate the world's oceans. Is there any canon behind like the stars on Echo's forehead? I want to say it's something about him being like a chosen one. Yeah, or something I mean, like that. That would make sense. Because in Atlantis, it's like he's the hero that was foretold from the future right. or something like that. Like so. you will go into the stars and defeat the space locusts yeah. kind of deal. <laughs> yeah. I think so. it's something like that. Because there's still like another Echo game for the Genesis, like the Tides of Time or something like that. I think builds on that. I wish I'd have played this for the 3DS. Um, I actually I looked into it because uh, I was like, man, it would be kind of comfortable to play this on the 3DS. And I kind of even feel like on the small screen and the way the controls are set up mm-hmm. on the 3DS that it might even be like easier to maneuver. And if you had a, you even have a joystick, then you're gonna you're gonna control a lot better as opposed to this slippery thing in eight different directions. I hear it's I hear it's a lot easier on the 3ds too. Yeah. Like you can you can choose which version of the game that you play. Um, the difficulty I think is really interesting because we both we both feel like this was. A, a, I mean, like if you were to rate this game like on a difficulty scale, like I mean, compared to like all the games that we've played so far, like where would this fall towards the most difficult or the least difficult, somewhere in the middle? I'd say it's the it's the upper it's the upper end. It's not like the most difficult, but I'd put it like scale one to ten. I'm gonna give it an eight in difficulty. I I feel like that's probably yeah. that's probably accurate. I think it's more difficult for me because I didn't really have an experience playing it prior. Yeah, um, I, I spent a lot of time on that Game Gear. So and like that gives you the edge. I, for me, I like I would put it like at a at a nine. I thought it was really hard. Um, but I want to read you something. Okay, this is what the designer. Um, Annunziata said about the game in the game's difficulty. Mm-hmm. Quote, I was paranoid. You're a damn dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> Quote, I was paranoid about game rentals and kids beating the game over the weekend, so I uh, made it hard. <laughs> End quote. Uh-huh. That is, so like that is that punctuation, that pause. It's not me. That's him. That's just like I love that. Like this LSD induced game is like he's like answer. He's like interviewing like in stoner mentality. I uh, made it hard. Just made it hard, <laughs> man. I I don't know what he looks like, but I imagine Tommy. I've got Tom. I've got games to sell, man. Like if you're gonna say I'm beating a few hours, you're not gonna buy that shit. You're gonna rent it. I need that. I need that money for some LSD. Are you familiar with a level called Welcome to the Machine? In Echo the Dolphin. That sounds very familiar. Well, it is a Pink Floyd reference. Okay. Um, and that's how, when I read it, I was like, welcome to the machine. All right. That's, I love that song. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a level in Echo the Dolphin, which I never reached, uh, which he says, hey, he himself, the game designer says, quote, way over the top challenging. <laughs> I said, I already remember that part of it. I, I don't know. I I could have done my research and looked it up. I feel I like I remember not. it in the Game Gear set in the Game Gear part. Yeah, but I just I blazed through stuff so quickly and level skipped, so I might have, I might have just missed it entirely. I'll have a link to the Pink Floyd song in the yeah. show notes if anybody's <laughs> interested in that. Uh, let's see, uh, the boss. I, mean, I didn't get there, but I watched it, and it's a giant alien head that you rush into it until its jaw falls off, and then you can actually hit it. And then it spews out all of your dolphin friends, and then you swim out the little tunnel back to Earth. So, all right. And I also want to mention the Game Gear level, because there's when you start off in the Game Gear, you have to jump over, because in this one, you just jump into the air to cause the vortex to happen. But in the Game Gear version, you have to like jump so high you jump over this one wall. 
or is that to get out? Dolphin Olympics 2 is the name of the Flash game. Sorry. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. Sorry. You talked about jumping yeah. out of the water. I remember it was like... to jump out either to trigger the vortex or to get to the actual game in game. The Game Gear was so difficult. Like, I remember playing it, starting and doing it so many times. So many times. I didn't understand what am I doing wrong? Why can't I de- beat this? Open up the instruction booklet. The code to level skip is right there printed to start the game. It's printed in the it manual? It's in the instruction booklet <laughs> to skip the intro, put in this code, and you start off just playing the game. That's it. Are the levels the same, or are they different? They're, Do very, they vary? they're very similar. They're similar, okay. Yeah. Tyler, there's a Dolphin Olympics 3 now. Okay, we got got to do it then. So yeah, you want to do another? I'm out of dolphin stories. Gotta, I should have saved some. I actually have one. We'll more. have to go make some more dolphin memories. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking next week off because we'll be out making dolphin memories. I'm not gonna lie, that sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> I didn't get to make dolphin memories as a kid. I did get to touch one, like barely touch one at SeaWorld. Like ba- oh. just barely touch yeah. one. Um. But I got to touch a manta ray a whole bunch. That was yeah. kind of fun. I get to feed it, you know? The stuff, yeah. Got to watch it kill Steve Irwin. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and they just replayed it over and over again. They're like, welcome to psychopath camp, kids. We're going to warp your minds. Here, everyone have a seat. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna show you lots of episode, episodes of The Crocodile Hunter, and then you're going to watch this man die for eight hours. We've, we've duct taped a, a knife onto a sticky hand, <laughs> so here you go. Just fling them around at each other. Hmm. Do you have any achievements? Um, Kind of. I kind of have an achievement. Good enough, just like we kind of did an episode. Hey, man. This was, I feel like this is a classic. This is going to go down in the, the uh, Tadpog history here we've made today. <laughs> I told us. I told like the story about like why my father was worried about me and my sexuality. <laughs> well, that and didn't like you picked out your prize was like a pink animal or something at like a doll. You talked that story. So yeah. here's the deal. Um, I yeah, I have told the story a long time, a long time ago. ago. So when I was very young, like before preschool, even I remember um, going to Sesame Street Live. Mm-hmm. I loved Sesame Street as a kid. Yeah. And I can't remember the name of the the female Muppet. They're Muppets, let's face it. Mm-hmm. They're Muppets. They are. They're, they're Jim Henson creations, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I can't remember the name of, of her. She had like a like Susie or something like that. And I liked her a lot. And I remember um, I remember asking my my parents if at, while I was at Sesame Street Live if I could get one of the stuffed animals because they had all these Sesame Street stuffed animals. They had one for each character that was on the stage kind yeah. of deal. And they said yes. And I wanted to get the girl. And my dad was adamantly opposed to it. Like it was not <laughs> happening. The words came out of his mouth, that's a doll. You are not getting a doll. And I... Melt. I had a meltdown. <laughs> like I mean, it was just like it was as if the world was just crumbling around me that I could not have the one that I wanted. He would let me have any of the other ones. Like I could pick any of the other ones, but I could not have that one. <laughs> You'll be a man and pick Elmo. Yeah, I, Elmo didn't exist when I was a kid. That's how old oh. I am. Mm. Did Elmo exist when you were a kid? I feel like he did, but. I feel like I may get him and Grover mixed up as thinking back that far. 
I can't remember which Sesame Street character I actually wound up with because it doesn't fucking matter because I didn't get the one that I loved. <laughs> um, what are we talking about? Achievements? Achievements. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about our, our father-like therapy sessions we need? Well, I don't know. Achievements. Well, mine at least. I, I, feel, I feel like I've shared a lot today. <laughs> this is one that I'm definitely not going to go back and listen to. <laughs> Uh, I do have an achievement, um, and it is called Stir of Echoes, uh, and it's spelled E-C-C-O-S, <laughs> Stir of Echoes, you see. I have to explain yeah, the joke because yeah. it's not very good. <laughs> uh, in order to unlock that achievement, um, you, have to, you have to speak to all the glyphs in the game, uh, and as you mm. do, you have to read them in a very creepy voice. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, do you have any achievements for this game? I have three. Uh, my first one is, nah, no jumping. Ooh, and you unlock that cool. at the beginning of the the very start. You have to spend an hour swimming around with your pod before you jump into the air and trigger the vortex. Okay. You know, they threw some Dolphin Olympics in there yeah. while you're waiting. That would be nice. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, Dolphin Olympics. <laughs> You'll lose a whole work day. <laughs> uh, do you have another one? No, no I, I okay. don't. My next one is Glassjaw Ridley. And you unlock that by... Beating the final boss. So is this an, an alien an reference? A- yeah, it's an alien because it's a xenomorph Dude. whose jaw you knock off. Dude, so, you're too far away from yeah. me right now, but I would give you a high five. I've seen the first one. That is the only one, honestly, I think that you need to see. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna maintain my matrix stance. Although, honestly, Matrix 2 I mean, and Matrix 3. Resur- the first one I saw was Alien Resurrection. Is that not a, is that not a good one to see? Um, no, not really. Where they have the 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 crossbreed cross breed Ridley has an alien xenomorph baby. No, that's not a that's not a good one. <laughs> Aliens, the second one, is a good movie, but it's like it's like an action movie in space. Yeah. Whereas like Alien is straight up a horror movie yeah. in space. Dude, I remember I remember that's like that that's Alien set a trend for me. Because when I was a kid um, we had HBO and they would start playing like horror movies um, around my bedtime. And uh, they didn't show the softcore porn until like a few hours after yeah. my bedtime. But right at <laughs> my bedtime, they'd start playing horror movies. And I remember when Alien came out, I really wanted to watch it. I knew nothing about it, but the title of the movie was Alien. And I was really into like paranormal mm. shit. So, like, I remember begging my mom, like, please let me watch Alien. Please. She's like, it's scary. You will get scared. You will have nightmares. No, I won't. I promise. I won't. I won't. And she's like, I can control that sort of thing. Yeah, ex- it will not <laughs> exactly. I will exert my will over my emotions. <laughs> my mind will kill my emotions and allow me to watch this movie. So I, uh, I watched the first scene and got horrified. You know how that movie opens, right? With the, with the birth. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it was like, that's all it took. I could not handle it. I could not handle it. And then, like, I felt like such a, sorry, Taryn, I felt like such a pussy that um, I was like, I got to train myself. I got to train myself. I got to work up to Alien. I have to work up to where I can watch Alien. So then I remember watching Tremors. Okay. Critters. And like all these like B movie horror, like killing various neighborhood dogs, yeah, exactly. just to get, just to get <laughs> <out of it. laughs> pulling the legs off of animals like frogs and stuff. 
Uh, that's a, I never got and into just that. Just chanting alien, 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 alien. 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 <laughs> Everything's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be fine. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get stronger. Gotta get stronger. <laughs> um, and then I never watched that movie again until I was probably uh in my teens. Mm. It took me that long to get back up to Alien. So I feel like I watched it maybe last year was the first time I saw it. What did you think of it? I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Really? I, I laughed at the the tech that they have in the future. Yeah. It's really like... Oh, these spaceships run on DOS. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like... But it's also kind of cool because it's... it's it's gritty sci-fi. And it's like mm-hmm. gritty sci-fi, I feel like, before that was really a kind of a genre. Um, and also, I love the... Um, I love all the synth references that they make in Fallout that are like just straight out of the uh, the Alien movies. Hmm. Um, like I think one of the synths in Fallout 3 is like named after something in Alien. I can't remember exactly oh. what it is. The only part that really that got to me and still gets to me thinking about it is the face hugger. Yeah. Just that thing around his throat and just, man, seeing him on the table and seeing like the tail pulse, like... Oh man, that's yeah. That was rough for me. Yeah, no, I couldn't even. I couldn't get past the first scene as a kid. But hey, it gave me my love of like B horror movies. Yeah, it really did. Cause like, man, I got into a phase where it's like, yep, crit- there's more than one critters. What? <laughs> I probably watched all of them, and then like I would like have like a sleepover with my cousin where it's like we're watching critters, man. <laughs> Uh, and he was older than me, and like he'd get scared, and I'd be like, <laughs> "Pussy, <laughs> sorry, Taryn." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> poon. <laughs> and then my last um, achievement: stacks of achievements. Uh, living boat hull. Boat hull. Boat hull. Hull. And you unlock that by ramming ten sharks to death. Oh, a jaw. So, so there's your jaws. Reference. Multiple movie <laughs> references. Dogs yeah. and cats living together? <laughs> what is going on? I love it. There you go. I'm done. Mic drop. This game was received well. I feel like that's worth it. mentioning. Yeah. Um, it's on several top Genesis game lists. Um, and even when it came when it came out, it was well received. And I I can I also can see that. This is I think it's placed. I think I think it deserves to be on the list and it's placed correctly. I think it also deserves to be on the list. Um, I really can't answer how I feel about how it's placed. I feel like until I get yeah. through the whole list. But as of right now, yeah, I'm on. I'm on board with yeah. that. With that statement, Tyler. Yes, Dave. I had a lot of fun today. My mm-hmm. my therapy session <laughs> where I talked about things that we dragged me. some skeletons yeah. out. Well, yeah, yeah. Where I thoroughly embarrassed myself <laughs> to our friends on the internet. <laughs> yeah, but you get paid for it. It's fine. I do. This is my. No, I wouldn't say my profession. Hey, did you enjoy? Did you enjoy me airing out all these uh, uh, neurotic feelings? Have you considered donating to the Patreon? <laughs> we get enough money, we'll have an actual therapist come on that we can just just unload into. <laughs> it'll be like a four hour Patreon episode. Uh, guys, this is too much. <laughs> I have to leave. Uh, Tyler. Yes, Dave. I've had a lot of fun today. Mm-hmm. But before we close things out, I have a couple of questions for you. A few questions for you, if you okay. will. Right. The first of which is, if you were to give this game a beard, what kind of beard would you give it and why? Uh, I would have to give it... It's an imaginary beard. 
Okay. Because the person I've selected does not, sadly does not have a beard or glasses. Okay. So it's a, the imaginary beard of Malcolm Brenner. Should I know who that person is? Because I do not. No, I'm glad you don't. Okay. Malcolm Brenner is a man who is famous for having a sexual relationship with a dolphin. <laughs> a three-year romantic and what? sexual relationship. Whoa, 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 whoa. So this wasn't just like a wham-bam kind yeah, of deal. Yeah, no, he this claimed like... she hit on him, and he was not receptive at first because she was a dolphin. This sounds like a reality show. <laughs> But she was persistent with her yeah. attraction to him, and so he thought, oh, well, all right. Do you know what the dolphin's name was? Dolly. Oh, original. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a man who just wanted to have sex with a dolphin. <laughs> What's so, your dolphin's name, mister? Uh, do- Dolly. <laughs> he talked very positively about their sex life, that it was exhilarating to be with a dolphin. I hear that dolphins are like a species that the uh, only enjoys other, sex. Yeah, they're the only other species besides us yeah. that has sex for pleasure. I'm surprised like monkeys aren't on that list too, because yeah. like they jerk off a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you can you go on the internet, you can find a monkey. I don't jerk it. off for pleasure, just anxiety reduction. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> just stress release. <laughs> Tyler, yes, Dave. That was a weird beard. <laughs> I love it. If you were to give this game a pair of glasses, what kind of glasses would you give it? Well, they don't have glasses either, or a beard, so that's an an imaginary pair of glasses of Margaret Lovett. Is that, who is is Margaret Lovett? Margaret Lovett Lovett is notorious. She's a woman who had a sexual romantic relationship with a male dolphin named Peter. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that name's more original or not. Where it's like, what's the name of your dolphin? Cock. (laughs) <laughs> no I name things for what they're even a hammer hammers yeah. you know <laughs> no uh margaret i think you misunderstood me what's the name of your dolphin <laughs> cock inside me <laughs> i don't know this one doesn't run away <laughs> yeah but she also claims it was great how like like are these people like Modern day people, like, are they still alive? They're still alive, yeah. They're old, but yeah. they're alive. How about their partners? No. Uh, oh no, they ate them. Do- Dolly was separated from from Malcolm. Oh Brenner. my god, I love that you know this. <laughs> I read a big article about it. You're not even real. You're not referencing anything right now. No. You're just staring at this me. Is, this. this is just fact. I love it. Because because I, I remember I heard about it. You just so, synchronized like, with Reddit. Like your your synchronization percentage is <laughs> off the scale right now. Well, if this were Pacific Rim, you could pilot Reddit. Well, my Google search history today is pretty weird for just <laughs> me googling sexual relationship dolphin and getting these two hits. But they were together for I think three years. Yeah, and then they were separated. Like she had to. Oh no no no! They she stayed with him. No, I want to number. I'm thinking of the other the other dolphin fucker. Uh, they Lover, had to be, please. They, they, they had a romantic they relationship. They did. They did. Okay, they were in love. Uh, they got separated for some some other reason. Uh, like she had to go to a federal law, a zoo, yeah, something <laughs> like that. And she died shortly thereafter. And he claims it was from a broken heart because he was very depressed afterward. Like it was a real breakup. <laughs> And then the other, uh, the woman who science claims it was from shame. <laughs> Uh, she said they were together until he joined another pod and left her. 
Oh, bummer. So he got what he wanted and got out. Hey, I can't believe we made it all throughout this episode without making a podcast <laughs> joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm actually pretty pleased with this, is your, <laughs> this is your dolphin podcast <laughs> do you think did Malcolm and Margaret once they're once they got separated from their lovers did they get together I can't imagine I mean if they were to have sex with each other they would just know like you're not as good you're not as good either but I feel and like they, they could have bonded over slippery mammal genitalia <laughs> <laughs> they like, just get vacuum sealed and cover themselves yeah. in baby oil, and yeah. that's how they do it. Well, they're having dinner at Olive Garden, <laughs> and they're like, "How's your uh, How's your breadstick? That's yeah, pretty good." You know what I miss? Dolphin sex. <laughs> yeah, me too. I feel like we could bond over this. <laughs> Did you get the bottomless salad? You know it. You want to go home and fuck like dolphins? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> So they're, they're my beards and glasses. You want, want to toss the beach ball around? <laughs> I know with our noses. I know a kid with a trapper keeper who will watch. You, <laughs> you put on the dildo snout? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ram you like Echo the Dolphin? Yeah. <laughs> um, I hear that dolphins can get pretty like affectionate with their trainers like i've seen there are some that's there's a king of the hill episode about that is it really how did i miss that because it's like who is it like peggy kept getting sexually assaulted by a dolphin (laughs) and everyone just sort of ignores it until like they actually see it and then like i remember hank riles it up and sticks it on the its trainer or something like that god that sounds like like he rubs its belly and then to Show that it's aroused, it turns red. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Show notes if I can find it. Which I think full episodes of King of the Hill are on YouTube (laughs) because every day YouTube recommends to me the episode where Hank Hill is addicted to video games. (laughs) YouTube is just like cramming that one down my throat. And I'm like, I've seen it. Chill out. I've seen it. It has everything you love. (laughs) Exactly. This is the most perfect episode of television you have ever seen. Statistically, you should love this and watch it every day. <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. I have two more questions for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, I would like to ask you, how much is this game on Amazon? If you were to buy Echo the Dolphin used on Amazon right now, how much do you think it would be? $17. Tyler, I think you're going to be surprised. Mm-hmm. Actual retail value of Echo the Dolphin used for the Sega Genesis on Amazon at the time of this recording is... One dollar and eighteen cents. It's worth that. It is worth that. Wow. I think that's cheaper than you can buy it on Steam. I think yeah. it's two dollars on Steam. You might as well just get this cartridge. <laughs> or actually, Man. if you're a collector, get the cartridge. I am probably going to receive a lot of hate for this, but I actually really like playing games with a modern controller. Yeah. I really do. There is something about the old controllers. Like when I'm playing Super Mario World, I feel like I need a regular SNES controller, mm-hmm. but like a lot of games, I feel like I can get by with on the modern controller. And it's just because it's wireless. That's honestly the only yeah. reason. Like being tethered to a console is like the most frustrating experience for me. Mm-hmm. No, I get that. I get that now. We're spoiled. Can't go back. Very spoiled. Tyler, I've got one more question for you. Mm-hmm. And that is I would like to know where are they now? We haven't done this in a while, mm-hmm. but Novo Trade. Novo Trade, the developer of Echo the Dolphin, where are they now? 
What do you think? They were bought up by Chicken of the Sea brand tuna. Dolphin safe. (laughs) (laughs) You got to look for that label. Yep. It is really gross to think about, like, how much dolphin I'm sure I've eaten. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Tyler, that's a good guess. Um, And this might be confusing at first, because it confused me, but Appaloosa Interactive, formerly Novo Trade International, was a corporation founded in 1983 in Hungary. Uh, it produced numerous console games, computer programs, and TV commercials during the 1980s and <laughs> 1990s. The company's headquarters were in Palo Alto uh, and was the parent company and owner of two software companies. Its most famous titles were probably Echo the Dolphin. Uh, they did the entire series for Sega. Uh, and they also developed the Contra games, on, wait for it, <laughs> on the PlayStation and Sega Saturn for Konami. I did not know there were Contras on those I systems. I did not either. Uh, their most recent game uh, was Jaws Unleashed, a game based on the Jaws series, if you hadn't put that together yet. <laughs> based on Jaws from James Bond. <laughs> the, uh, the company ceased operations, Tyler, in 2006. It's a long run. Yeah, they had a pretty good run. I'm trying to look for any games that you might recognize. Um, they did do Echo the Dolphin, Echo the Tides of Time, Echo Jr., Echo the Dolphin Defender of the Future, which is a Dreamcast slash PlayStation 2 game. Ooh. That's probably Ooh. 3D. I don't know. Um, Tyler, they also did a game that we should probably cover at some point. Mm-hmm. Garfield, caught in the act for Game Gear. Yeah. Yeah, we do. <laughs> they also did a bunch of Power Rangers games. Um, like... Uh, probably very, very popular ones, like Power Rangers Jigsaw Puzzles. <laughs> oh! Oh! Uh, and Power Rangers Power Active Math. <laughs> and Power Rangers Power Active Words. <laughs> Part of the Power Active series. Uh, they did RBI Baseball. I feel like okay. that's kind of that's, that's a commonly something. known one. Uh, they did the original South Park game for PlayStation. Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, man, that was bad. That's the one that I think like Matt I, and I, Trey like specifically referenced left a bad taste in their mouth. That's right? why they didn't get back into video games for a long time because it was just like just taken over. And they had no say. Uh, they did Tiny Toon Adventures Cartoon Workshop. Mm, so you so can make your own Tiny Toon Adventures, kind of mm. as like as much as you could do on the NES, <laughs> which is what it came out for. Mm. Um, they did what I did not... Did we know there was a Wacky Races game? Because they did the Wacky Races oh, game. Oh, man. So, Okay. Ahead. I think we're going to have to do that. What's it for? Windows PC and PlayStation. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, and they also did a game called Water Polo. <laughs> Don't even know what it's for. Okay. <laughs> they invented Water Polo. <laughs> yeah, it's not a console. They just invented it. So that's it. Thanks for playing, Tyler. Yeah. Pretty good, pretty good. Are we completely out of time? Oh, I feel we are, like we're way out of yeah. time. We're, yeah, we're definitely out of time. Okay, so no calls then. Yeah, no calls this okay. week. Sorry. Sorry, guys. It's worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> All these sweet dolphin yep. stories. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. So to miss the next episode, we're going to be doing Mighty Number no. 9. Mighty Number no. 9. Yeah. Yep, that's a game that came out. That people do not like. Yeah, I have not played it yet. Me neither. But everybody seems to think it's awful. 
Do you think like okay? So here's what I'm really interested. We need to we need to when we talk about Mighty Number no. Nine, we need to evaluate. Did people just set the bar too high? Like the the like because I'm sure I, everyone oh. went in with expectations that were just bursting. I'd be willing to bet it's a little column A, a little column B. I bet it's yeah. it was rushed and poorly programmed, and people are expecting the next Mega Man. The spiritual, because it is. That's what it's it was. labeled as the spiritual yeah. successor that of Mega Man. Definitely so what it was proposed as. He did like. set the bar. He he. I mean, it's his fault. He set the bar that high, saying that. Yeah. So okay. So we'll be doing that. Hopefully, we'll hopefully we'll enjoy it. Yeah. Hopefully, I hope so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it'd be, I mean, it'd be nice. It'd be nice to be those people who are like, no, Re- mixed revolution was good, man. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> Uh, let's see. We need those five star iTunes reviews. We do. We've we've had a lot recently. We're killing it. It's amazing. I asked for it. And everybody stepped up, and and I love it. Have we had any new ones? Do you know? I have. I can check right now. Well, while you're checking, um, let me mention Patreon. Uh, it, hey, did you enjoy this? All the dolphin fucking that we talked about in this episode. I really do feel like our like our real listeners, our core group. We definitely turned off any potential new listeners mm-hmm, in this episode, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. like I feel like we serviced our real, true, diehard <laughs> listeners. Like a loving dolphin, we <laughs> like only a loving dolphin can. <laughs> we just were slippery and ready and eager and red. <laughs> Uh, if you enjoyed all this dolphin talk, I, I was Dolly and you were Peter, and we yeah. just serviced our audience. Oh, do you think? Do you think maybe the dolphins cheated with each other I on their so. partners? I hope it was a bet between them to see if they could oh. get they, see if they could sleep with the humans. <laughs> if you enjoyed all this, if you enjoyed this podcast, then you can uh, throw in a couple bucks uh, at Patreon.com. Uh, it's Patreon.com/slash Tadpog. Um, if you donate. Uh, at least a dollar, uh, you get access to all our bonus episodes. Uh, we've got one that we're going to do for July. Um, I'm not sure what we're going to do yet, mm-hmm. um, but we will have one that's probably going to come out like uh, on the eighth or something like that. So um, get your donation in before then, and enjoy the that bonus episode and all the previous ones. I love to check those five star tunes reviews, but I do not have the internet back here. Okay, they're strong enough to check it. All right. But last I checked, it was 155. So if you've gotten more, I'll catch you next time. Thank you very much. On the flipper side. So I'll need to, I still I haven't heard from Shenzhen yet. Okay. So I should, next time, whenever I look, I'll set a number. Be like, whoever gets this one, I will I will also do something for. Okay. Because that that seems to work like okay. a personal motivation. I do like that. If no one ever contacts you, you never have to deliver. That's true. I'll just keep billing it and building it up. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm no, oh man, I'm doing so good. Oh, so good. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, but please, go to iTunes, find Tadpog, subscribe, give the show a five-star rating, and write a review. So if there's a guest host you want for an episode, a game you want us to play, a uh, Patreon request, include that in your five-star written review, and we promise we will get to that. Eventually. Eventually. Don't worry, guys. Like Tyler said, we're going to be back. We're going to be talking about Mighty Number no. 9. In the meantime, you can always find us on tadpog.com. That's where the show notes live. Would you like to see the trailer to Critters? That's going to be in the show mm-hmm. notes. Uh, would you like to see a possible Wikipedia entry on Malcolm Brenner? If it's there, I'm going to put it in there. If there's footage of Malcolm Brenner, that's going in there, too. There's footage of him like... 
hugging the dolphin and touching the dolphin. Oh, yeah. We're good. That's going in. <laughs> um, you can also find us on Facebook. We're, we're uh, at facebook.com slash tadpog. There's a lot of cool people there doing a lot of cool shit. I love the interaction on Facebook. I love like when when you comment mm-hmm. on an episode um, and get the conversation going. I like hearing your your thoughts. Um, and this is actually this is this is going to tie in to the Twitch stream. But like my favorite thing about um, Twitch mm-hmm. is hanging out with listeners, um, and it's the same thing on Facebook. It's like that just makes it. I like it. I think I love it when we're interactive, mm-hmm. and like I love hearing from the listeners, uh, and I love um, interacting with them. And, I, and it's like because together, Tadpog Nation as a whole uh, has a lot of weird knowledge about a lot of stuff. <laughs> yep. Like that is really cool because like we've got our own little like we're Tadpog's its own community, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's really neat. It's true. Um, so thank you all listening for, for being a part of that community. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter. We are at Tadpog underscore podcast. It's cumbersome. I realize. Um, thank you. Big ups to everybody who is retweeting us, especially our episode announcements, because it helps spread the word. I already mentioned the Patreon. I'm not going to go into that again. Uh, however, I do have some people that I need to thank, uh, who have recently, uh, had activity on Patreon. Uh, I want to thank Exalted Lord Mike of Purdue once more for upping his uh, upping his pledge. Oh, Uh, thank you, Micah. And I also would like to thank Paul Clark, uh, who uh, just recently uh, updated his pledge as well. So uh, thank you both, guys. That means a lot. That gets us closer to our goal of uh, just doing Tadpog independence. Yeah. Yeah, I still think like I know it's a crazy dream. But I still think it would be amazing. And I tell Nikki this every day. It's like, it would be so amazing if we could just do more Tadbog stuff. Yeah. I think yeah, that'd be great. Right. And live off of it. How, how cool would that be? That would be, that would be the best. It would be the best. Uh, let's see. If you want to send us something. Bad food, good food, games that'll get priority. Whatever. Whatever. Pel- waifu pillows. We love those. Yeah. M- MREs, I guess. Uh, considering we've <laughs> only eaten half of the ones that were yeah. sent to us. Yeah, but there's anything you want to send us, please send it to Tadpog Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky, 42002. We also have an Instagram. I'm going to put up all of my dystopian loot crate on there. Cool. So i got some more pictures of the wedding to put up. Plenty of good stuff. So please check that out at Tadpog underscore podcast. Awesome. Our theme song is Moves by Sycamore Drive. Link that right from the Charles tadpog.com Dave how do you want to close this out I mean I guess I guess like dolphins yeah. right I mean no, I, we I, have no other choice I guess like dolphins no, but un- wait unless I want to be Dolly and you want to be Malcolm Brenner um no <laughs> okay <laughs> no not even in pretend world so then you want me to be Margaret Lovett and you want to be Peter then yeah yeah it yeah it goes both ways yeah 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 yeah. we do that <laughs> let's do that <laughs> or or to do Echo and Echo Jr. Dolphins. We can switch. Okay. Yeah. So wait, are we, are we dolphins that know English, or are we just leaving it up to? Uh, I think all dolphins know English, whether okay. they can speak it or not. So they're like Chewbacca. Yep. <laughs> they can understand common, but just can't speak. Right. It. Their vocal cords don't allow. They're not evolved just yet. Okay. They'll get there though. All right. 
<laughs> so until next time. I said more like Goat Boy from fucking Jim, Jim Brewer. Brewer. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Which is probably precisely what he said as soon as sex was done.